0: Only all we picked up Hey everybody we are back again. This is Dino. And Michelle. With her podcast. And we have a very special guest. Return this, guest. A return guest. This is the person that guaranteed that there was a Voorhees in every Friday the 13th movie. Um, we have Deborah Voorhees from Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. How are you, Deborah?
1: I'm terrific, thank you Dina and Michelle For having me on, I really appreciate it And I'd like to say that I am actually the only
0: real Voorhees In the franchise <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah Yeah, so Deborah, of course You know, if anyone is a horror fan On Facebook um, And are or a fan of Friday the Thirteenth, they do know about Thirteen Fanboy, the film that you've written, directed, you're editing now, you're That's right. starring in, and we're all very excited about that.
1: Thank you. I'm. I am too. I. I feel like it's looking really nice. Um. I. You know. I. I feel so blessed with the amazing people who came out to work on the film with me Um, and the fans who have supported us. It's been absolutely amazing how much they've supported this project, and I'm very grateful to everyone.
2: I I certainly loved watching all the updates and everything and and seeing what was going on. I think you guys did a fantastic job uh, on the Facebook page just kind of keeping all the fans in the loop and everything. That was fun
1: oh thank you i appreciate that
0: so when did you wrap up shooting
1: uh we wrapped up right at the end of um, january I had a couple days in california but other than that uh, we were pretty much wrapped we uh, for an indie film we actually filmed for quite a long time we um had 11 days in Jan or I'm sorry in July and then another 25 in January. So um, it ended up being, um, you know, I mean a lot of indies, you know, they're trying to shoot something out in 12 days or something like that. And you know, we were able to take a little bit more time. And um, we appreciate the help from everybody giving us a little bit of room to do that. We um, hopefully it'll show really nicely. I mean, overall, we were able to do a lot of the things that we wanted to. Of course, we had to, um, you know, consider our budget some, obviously. I mean, everybody has to, even the multi million dollar budgets have to worry about a budget because they still have to watch what they're doing. But um, the fans definitely gave us a little bit more room. Uh, We had investors as well. We couldn't have done it on just the the fan base, but the fan base uh, really helped us get some extras that we wanted. There was probably only a few things that would have been nice to have had, um, you know, would have been nice to have had some of the, um, you know, really fancy cranes kind of situation and a few other things. But overall, we – we're able to, you know, have pretty much... I, I feel we have what we needed to really tell a great story. I think fans are going to be very surprised by it because it is not your um, typical horror, slasher-style film. Right.
0: Yeah, and I noticed, and I don't know if it was just something I may have missed previously, but I know it it focuses on the cast of Friday the 13th being stalked by a killer, or being targeted. Right. And it seemed to have extended, or at least in the exposure I've been uh, getting, that it's not just Friday the 13th, but also with Halloween.
1: Right. Right, um, one of our leads is Dean Wallace, right. and you guys will remember she played um, Cynthia Strode, and of course, E.T., The Howling, Cujo, I mean, she's absolutely a
0: horror legend. And anything legend directed and by horror. Harrison Smith, too. <laughs> Pardon? I said, and anything, any other movies that were directed by Harrison Smith, I know he likes to use her a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just so many films that she's been involved in. And and she's just such a professional and such a kind woman. I'm to work with her. Uh, just one more thing on 13 Fanboy that I think makes it a little bit um, unique and different than what um, we've seen in the past is that our actors are playing themselves. Even though it's fictionalized versions of them, um, you know, we've tried to uh, bring things in that um, show kind of who these who people are at their core. Now, that, that of course, isn't true in each case. Some cases, you know, they're working with plot points like anybody, but like for Dee Wallace. You know her character is, um, you know, a kind, loving, um, you know, grandmother, and um, you know that certainly fits with her personality. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that's kind of an, an interesting twist. I'm, I feel like I uh, this is really kind of bringing a new type of genre to horror, you know, subgenre, I should say.
0: The timing of your uh you know when you were done wrapping kind of fell right in place with the uh you know self quarantining that's been going on
1: right yeah i um boy did we luck out on that yeah. um you know if we had tried to do it and you know even a month later we may have ended up having to shut down and so I'm really grateful that we were able to get that done beforehand. And um, boy, do I um, send my love and thoughts out to all the people fighting this out there. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: It's a tough time.
0: Yeah.
2: Has it affected your post production at all?
1: Not too badly. you know it's really because the editing is pretty much a very solitary thing um I'm working on editing with um uh his name's Riley Morris and a very talented editor. I'm very grateful to have him on board um, he really can put that flair and that you know extra something into it that um I'm just, I'm really pleased with this work. Uh, our biggest problem, honestly, in editing right now is um, that, you know, we have to trim it down a, a bit. And of course, trimming is always difficult, you know. Yeah, that's The old saying, um, mm-hmm. you know, you got to kill your darlings. And so, yeah. definitely having to look at some darlings I'm going to have, may need to, to lose.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let me ask you. You're still shooting for theatrical on this, right?
1: We are. We are. Um, You know, how that's going to, of course, when we started this, we had no idea, you know, who would have ever thought that it would, there would be a question whether theaters would be open or not. Right. So, um, yeah, but that is definitely my hope. Um, My understanding is they are looking at, a June 1st opening of theaters in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to see from there what happens. But yes, it's definitely um, in our our plans.
0: Yeah, I mean, because this, this is, even, I mean, the theater, you know, of course, you know, home video is very accessible to everybody. The TVs are bigger.
1: I'm sorry, you broke out just you broke I you broke up just a little bit, so I missed part of what you said.
0: Okay, yeah, what I was saying was, you know, of course VOD is, is very accessible to most people. You've got the big, you know, TVs and the sound systems, but there is something to that theater experience, you know, and emotions like like a comedy like comedies and horror are very um (laughs) with the shared experience yes a very shared experience you know it 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 lends itself to horror you know it lends itself to that communal experience
1: i completely agree um i'd love to go and see a movie on the big screen uh, it's not that I don't enjoy kicking up at home and watching some too but um, my favorite place is to watch it in the movie theater I like to get the popcorn and a pickle and all of that kind of stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. and you know a lot of places really don't have this option too much anymore however there are some that fall in are the drive-ins you know we have one that's about an hour and a half from March. Oh,
2: no, not even. Maybe about maybe, maybe about, about an hour. hour. About an hour.
0: Yeah. But it's worth it when you, you know, that's a, an, an experience in and of itself is picking up and knowing that you're going to a drive-in.
1: And oh, the drive-ins are so much fun. You know, hey, maybe this will um, get him to come back. That would be so cool. I'd love the drive-in. Yeah.
0: That, yeah that's that's what I've been hoping for. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah. Think, We've
2: been lucky enough to a lot of
0: people kids. would love
2: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been lucky enough to get the kids to the to the one near us. We went to a double feature for them and and this particular drive-in does it very well uh, you know because when you get there earlier, they have a playground that's in front of the theater or in front of the screen, I should yeah. say. Uh, oh, so, you the old-fashioned so, yeah, way. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So while you're sitting and getting, you know, getting everything ready and waiting for it to start, the kids have somewhere to play for a little bit. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, to see more of those pop up around, that that would be a great thing. That would be a great oh, thing. Oh, wouldn't it? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and this one has two screens <laughs> mm-hmm. where one may show, like, a family-friendly double feature, and then the next screen over, they'll show, like either a horror in action or a horror double feature or something like that. So, it's, you know, everybody can go there at the same time. You know, it's not like an alternating thing. And it's very, I mean, they're reasonably priced, too. But you're getting a double feature, you're getting, yeah. you know. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe this is a uh, a call for that to come back. Wouldn't that be neat? Absolutely. Okay, now, Deborah, you're also uh, writing a book, aren't you? Well, um, what I'm
1: doing is when uh, this first started and with the coronavirus, I was just thinking, I kind of had it in my mind that it would be pretty cool to have a series of short stories written by you know, just everyday, ordinary people about um, any experiences they may have had with ghosts or angels or guardians of some sort, and um, and I thought in this time, you know, maybe it could be just something that would get people's minds off of this for a little bit and just write something, um, you know, a little less scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I'd rather get encountered ghosts than this, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, I have had, uh, had several people, um, who are prominent in the horror community contribute, but I've also had a lot of horror fans and, um, friends of mine and other people that have just opened it up and said, hey, send me your stories, and, you know, let's take a look at them. I won't, of course, be able to use all of them that have come in, but um, we certainly have gotten an interesting uh, mix of stories and that's been a lot of fun. You know, if somebody is listening and they want to submit a story, please do. You can find me on Facebook in the Deborah Borgeshire Horror Group and you can PM me And I have it open where anybody can private message me, and um, I can pass them the um, email to send it to. I'm, you know, mostly spending my time on editing the film, but I'm doing that um, part-time, you know, in just – the time when I would be doing other things anyway, and my sister, um, Rebecca, is here with me, and uh, she's um, a good editor and um, great to work with, and so she's doing it with me, which has been really nice.
2: Oh, yeah, I I can imagine that. (laughs) For me, I have to. I don't have a sister, so. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) They're pretty cool.
2: (laughs) I'd always wanted one. I got a brother instead.
1: Yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he's 10 years younger than me, so it's not even like we could be close that way. So,
1: yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have there in my family, we have six girls and three boys. So, oh, wow. we have a combination.
2: Wow, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got two older brothers and We all just tend to have our different interests. So, (laughs) I mean, we're all best friends now, but.
1: (laughs) You had some some share of arguments growing up, are you saying?
0: Well, yeah. Well, I had the one brother who was the older brother who kind of dominated over both of us. And my, I'm the youngest of the three. My middle brother and I have always been best friends, Mm -hmm. even though he's. Five years old, I mean, he was always my protector. Yeah. You know? Oh, mm-hmm.
1: right. That's but, a nice thing to have.
0: All right. And of course, 13 Fanboy. We're going to keep everybody updated as you keep us updated. Um, we'll be sharing everything that comes around. And, yeah, Deborah, I, I thank you again for you sitting down uh, with us i'll let you know you know when i'm dropping this and i'll uh, if it's okay i'll drop it in the facebook group uh, as well
1: absolutely please do
0: wonderful thank you much